Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cook the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and Pete. Hello. And uh, this is our weekly show where we go through the weirdest stuff we found on the internet this week. Sometimes it's topical, sometimes it's just plain weird, sometimes it's a bit gruesome. We call it Weird News. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it is. You know what, I had a nice story, Pete, and I should have put it in. Oh. And I'm slightly disappointed I didn't know. <laughs> but either way, we've got this British warship here, HMS Warriors, 166 years old and haunted by demonic spirits. Of <sighs> course it is. Of course it is. HMS Warrior was the pride of Queen Victoria's Royal Navy in the 19th century, but today it plays host to weddings and parties. One ghost hunter, however, thinks something more sinister lies beneath its decks. I think, I think most wanted might have done a, an episode here. I think. They've done a few bites. Well, of course they did. They turned up to the fucking opening of a haunted elephant ele- envelope, Pete. <laughs> or a haunted elephant. Or a haunted elephant. <laughs> and, who do does, well. and who doesn't love a who haunted wouldn't? elephant? Who wouldn't turn up <laughs> to one of them? I'd turn up. <laughs> I'd definitely turn up to a haunted elephant. Especially if it was on the poop deck. <laughs> what, you want to be on the poop deck with an elephant? <laughs> on, on, on HMS Warriors. Yeah. I just wanted to say poop deck. Yeah. <laughs> Good word, in it? Poop. Poop. One ghost hunter believes HMS Warrior, once the pride of the Royal Navy's fleet during Queen Victoria's reign, could be home to sinister forces. Investigator Tony Ferguson said he's even managed to convince paranormal sceptics that something otherworldly occupies the Portsmouth-based ship. The 40-gun HMS Warrior was the first armour-plated warship in Britain's Navy when it set sail in 1861 and was part of the country's fleet for almost 30 years, uh, referred to as that black snake by Napoleon III. Uh-huh. Oh, was it shady? Because it was like, it just it was painted awesome. all black. It was powered, wasn't powered by sails, although it had rigging. It was powered by uh, diesel engines, and it was steam, or steam engines, and it could make. It was faster. It had forty heavy guns in the traditional down the side style. It was armor plated, and no one else had anything like it. Sounds sick for the time. It was sick for the time, yeah. and we painted it all black and called it HMS Warrior, and it had this warrior chick at the front with the sword raised. And it was metal as fuck. It was referred to as that black snake. I wonder how many vessels it downed. It didn't down any. It never saw any action. Oh. It just paraded around looking, looking fucking scary. sweet. <laughs> and scary. And deterring the French. And well, the... That, that was their deterrent at the time, wasn't it? Mm, pretty much. Because it was like a huge leap in shipbuilding. Mm. Today, though, it plays host to weddings, Christmas parties, and visits by families and school trips. After, although, it, became, after it became a museum ship. After it became a museum ship, although now you don't need to go because I just told you all about it. Uh. The shot was never fired in anger. She was decommissioned in 1883, but has not stopped those interested in the supernatural from reporting strange findings on board. Mr. Ferguson said he had encountered loud bangs and, I'm going to quote, uneasy energy. When he boarded the steam-powered frigate alone for the first time, the Southampton man decided to take a group, which included people he referred to as paranormal sceptics, quote, onto the ship to test out his theory that the cabins on the gun deck might be haunted. Mr Ferguson says, We encountered hissing sounds, disembodied voices saying, Get out, and 
leave, go, and banging noises, he said. They were left stunned. He claimed his guests last month also saw a strange, uh, someone say that word for me? Anomaly. On the screen of one of his high-tech pieces of detection kit, at the same moment a voice could be heard saying, Satanic. <laughs> Sounds like you're using one of them throat voice machines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's a demon sound based on my Hollywood experience, Claire. Okay. The spirit hunter who had been investigating paranormal activity for 13 years and believes he had his first experience with the dead while still a child said, We were left shocked by what we experienced throughout the night. All of this was witnessed by members of the general public who were sceptics, believers and non-believers and they were left stunned by what we were hearing. Mm. Paddy in the background going, Get out! <laughs> in 2018, right, Mr Ferguson told the Hampshire City's newspaper, Forsmouth, that he believed he had captured the ghost of Francis Nelson, the wife of the celebrated Admiral Horatio Nelson, while exploring HMS Victory. Has he captured you, that fucking ghostbuster? <laughs> And if he is, why am I go and join him? <laughs> but why would she be on HMS and anything? Because she's looking for a beloved Horatio. Yeah, but we didn't capture him or take him on a boat that was there about 80 years after he was doing his shit. Yeah, Nelson? No, no, that's on HMS Victory. Oh, I guess we've captured her. I'm confused. She's roaming around HMS Victory, but this, this chap also went to HMS... Sorry. Yes, she's wandering around HMS Victory, and it's the same chap that's going on to HMS Warrior and gone, there's demons everywhere! Right, so he was on about HMS Victory. That's what. That's where the confusion was. Because I was she thinking, goes, why was she wandering around HMS Warrior, like? <laughs> she got on the wrong ship. Just if anyone doesn't know that HMS Victory was as Horatio Nel Admiral Horatio Nelson's flagship of the Battle of Trafalgar on the 21st of October 1803, I think. Or 1805. Looking at two ex-Navy people here, neither of us have got a fucking clue. It's definitely the 21st of October. HS Warrior didn't do any of that. She just sailed around impressing the friends and now she's possessed by demons, apparently, according to this man. She hasn't killed anything in action. How can she have ghosts? Because yeah, it's believing ghosts, but that is that a prerequisite, Claire? Is it? Do you think? Oh, so they might just be like, oh, this is a nice. They may have died of scurvy. I don't know. I don't I mean, think they died of scurvy in them days. Would she they? looks pretty mean, doesn't she? Right for yeah. a warship. She looks pretty mean for the time. Eighteen sixty something. She's impressive. Yeah. Eighteen oh five. Eighteen oh five. I got the date right, though, didn't I? Twenty first October. You did. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, she looks pretty mean. Maybe the inherent evil of the intent that she was meant to do attracted those demons. She's meant to kill, and she never did. She would have killed a lot if she could, because she was like the most advanced warship at the time. Maybe lots of... So they of attracted the demonic energy with her murderous intent. Maybe lots of people died building the ship. Probably no more than any other time. I don't know. It was Sailors would have died. It was a different ship, wasn't it? It was a... There was lots of new technology on the ship. Maybe mm. more went wrong. Someone, someone might have slipped on the poop deck and hit their head. What is it with you and slipping on the poop deck, Mike? <laughs> what did slip on, Mike? <laughs> poop! <laughs> God, if you had enjoyed the Navy, that would have been it. You'd have literally been just kicked out for repeatedly shitting on the poop deck. Where is the poop deck? At the back? On the front? What Navy people? I don't know, but I was on submarines. 
there was a port on a starboard. Claire, you went on a ship. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, thought I went on a walk around the ship. Did not you know where the poop deck was? No. Bloody hell. It's, I know it's the bit that you swab, innit? <laughs> yeah. The only bit, or <laughs> just swab the rest. Yeah, swab the poop deck. I should move on. Alright, as it's the World Cup, here's some FIFA corruption. France legend Michel Platini admits World Cup 98 draw was fixed for Les Blues to face Brazil in final. Hmm. It's quite an accusation 24 years later, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. The fact that it was organised so they couldn't. Oh, we'll find out. Mm. The midfield ace, France boss between 1988 and 1992, has admitted he was involved in a plot to ensure the 1998 host could not meet favourites Brazil until the final. FIFA has long agreed that the host nation should be given a pre-draw seeding spot, while the other seven seeds for the first 32-team tournament were allocated on a calculation mixing the world rankings with performances at the three previous World Cups. FIFA regulations for the competition state that the seeds should be randomly assigned in the finals draw, which took place inside the Stade Velodrome in Marseille. But Patini, who has been appointed co-president of the World Cup organising committee in 1992, pressed for a change that would allow France and Brazil to be kept apart until the ultimate showpiece. Oh, more corruption, eh? Mm. What a surprise. Mm. And of course they went on to win that and the Euros after, didn't they? Yep. Pratini, speaking in a French radio interview, confessed, When we organised the calendar, we did a little trickery. Whereas Russia were the only seeds who knew their spot for the 2018 draw, Brazil were announced as the top seed in Group A, with France taking the corresponding spot in Group C. With the pass to the final preordained by the match calendar, the fix was in. So, Russia in uh, the World Cup this year? I nope, don't they got they? banned. Yes, yeah, that's right, they banned. did. Everyone's shunning them, aren't they? Mm. And rightly so. Yep. So, yeah, this doesn't surprise me. All corrupt, isn't they? Yeah, there's just a bit of World Cup news. The World Cup has started. Yeah, we just watched the opening game, haven't we? Yeah, Qatar is shit. <laughs> that's what we learned from that. Ecuador, batter them. Ecuador are a team of technically guys who've got an advantage. You think about it, right? Ecuadorians play in the mountains and they're, they're geographically quite a high country, aren't they? So many thousand feet with sea level. So they get better at breathing good thinner air. Mm. So you put them at a, a, a Qatar, which is probably quite low to sea level. See, it is sea level pretty yeah. much, isn't it? They're going to be like, sucking in great lungfuls of air, be running around all game, wouldn't they? All the stadiums. I'd never get out of breath. All the stadiums, they're all situated around the coast as well. So they are all pretty much at sea level. I don't know if the advantage works that way, but it would work well, for definite if they were playing in the To be the mountains. fair, then they, would they were all still running around like spring chickens and having shot after shot. Well, that's because they're at, professional footballers. At 87 maybe. minutes, though. That's also because they're playing Qatar. <laughs> yeah, but normally, come the 80th minute, you do see the teams tired, don't you? Always, True. always. But maybe. they were still having plenty of shots that last 10 minutes, so, so maybe there is something in it. Maybe they are a team of X-Men. <laughs> Moving on. Chinese man runs entire marathon in just three and a half hours whilst chain smoking. Oh, this is what I'd be doing if I could run marathons. Now he's going to be on the bag. <laughs> the Chinese runner known as Uncle Chen has gone viral after completing the Jing Anjang marathon in Zhangdi. Yeah? Yeah. 
charging while smoking cigarettes throughout the 42-kilometre endurance event. Photos of the 50-year-old Ganzu man were shared on a Chinese social media app and the event's organisers shared his fishing certificate. Finishing. Af- oh, finishing certificate after. <laughs> it's fishing certificate. <laughs> I was thinking, what? Stop for a fish. Stop for a fish. How rich is he? I thought you could do it in half hours. You could stop doing an hour of fishing. You'd have done it in two and a half hours. <laughs> there is a picture of him just running with other competitors and he's just got a fag in his mouth. <laughs> he's 50. <laughs> It's just hanging casually out the out the corner, isn't it? He did finish 574th, though. Yeah, but with a reasonably good time of 3 hours and 28 minutes, 45 seconds, at nearly 1,500, that's yeah, not bad, he's um, pretty much in the top third. Yeah, and he's smoking all the way around. And he's 50. <laughs> and there's no rules prohibiting marathon runners from smoking as they compete. Mm. Well, it's got to be a hindrance, hasn't it? I might go to the marathon next year just for shits and giggles and just just smoke, walk along <laughs> smoking. He's getting better. The 2018 marathon where he's also chaining, he got time of three hours thirty six. Yeah. He's getting better. Uh. <laughs> Imagine what he'd be if he patched in the smoking. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> but again. I remember football players smoking back in the day. I remember David General having a fag in the tour. Half time and that. Yeah, he'd have a fag. David Ginnell, eh? David Ginnell, you have to be careful of my accusations. I'm pretty sure he had a cigarette. I'm a fag in a... <laughs> David Ginola. It's David. David Ginola. Ginola. Hang on, you Ginola. can't say... David I have to say Ginola. David Ginola without you admitting that it's Genghis Khan. I don't need to admit it's Genghis Khan, because it's Genghis Khan. Genghis because one person said it's James. We stand by Dan Khan on this show. It's a prerequisite. It's one of the commandments. Okay. Glad I didn't sign up to that. <laughs> you don't have a choice by being here. You're part of the Council of Four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I oppose the council. It's Genghis. <laughs> no, you're outvoted. Moving on. <laughs> Communicative. Cats attentive to owner's voice research finds. Cats more responsive if owners speak to them like babies, but less so if adult to adult tone use. If you speak to a cat like a baby, everybody does, don't they? Yeah. You ever say, "Come here, cat"? <laughs> <laughs> I always be like, "Hello, Chester. Yeah. Come here, mate." That's it. Yeah. Now, you know instinctively they're more responsive to that, and yeah. now the evidence says, "Yeah." Any cat owner knows the correct way to get their cat's attention is to sing "Here, Kitty, Kitty" rather than the uh, flat "Come here, cat." Now research suggests cats may retunely tune into their owner's tone of voice to detect when they are talking to them rather than other humans. Most people automatically adopt a higher pitched sing-song tone when speaking to animals and human infants. Although previous research has suggested that such baby talk is more likely to capture dogs' attention. Yeah, I agree with that. I speak to Max like a baby. I even go, come on, Babby, let's come. Go in here. Oh, yeah. Call him Babby. Oh yeah. Call him Babby. <laughs> Come on, baby. Babby's going in. That's basically what you're saying. Go and sit on the sofa. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he wants to go sit on the sofa. Hey, baby. Come sit on my sofa. Babby's different. It's like talking to a child, then, isn't it? When you see Babby, it's Dory yeah. slang. Yeah, Dory slang for baby. So you say, "Hey, Not baby." That bit of a baby, though, is it? Hey, baby. Come sit on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> you big chocolate <laughs> Labrador. <laughs> No. Rottweiler. Big Rottweiler. No, no, I don't want that. You know, you just talk to him like the kid, don't you? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you do. 
Less was known about how cats react to being spoken in this way, however, and to investigate, Charlotte de Mouzon and colleagues from Paris Nanterre University observed how 16 cats responded to hearing pre-recorded sentences spoken by their owner or a stranger by recording changes in their behaviour, such as moving their ears or tails, suddenly stopping what they were doing or their pupils dilating, any of which could indicate that a sound had caught their attention. They found that cats were largely unresponsive to hearing a stranger's voice calling their name, but when their owner did it, 10 of the 16 cats displayed a, a constellation of behaviours suggesting increased attentiveness. Cats also showed more signs of interest when they heard their owner speaking sentences in a tone usually used to address their cat, but not when a stranger used this tone or when their owner spoke the same sentence as if addressing a fellow human adult. Mm. So they managed to figure out, if we're talking normally, we're speaking to humans. If we're talking baby talk, it's more likely to be directed at them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it, isn't it? But everyone does it anyway. Yeah. But now we've got speak to me rats like that as well. Like. Mm -hmm. Probably the same for them. Yeah. And my penis. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're going to speak to your penis like it's a child? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Out you come. Go on now. You can find it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> what, is it attracted back into you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the accent on the slide. <laughs> Might as well have. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Car crashes it's... into couple's house for fourth time. Fucking oh, hell. They live on one of them bends, don't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not the same car then. Mm. Not the same person <laughs> crashing into the house four times. You know what? God damn it, I've done it again! <laughs> 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 Killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I love how ready he gets. <laughs> I was doing so well. <laughs> it's been a while, though. Yeah. <laughs> a couple said they had a lucky escape after a car crashed into their house for the fourth time since 2008. Graham Hunter, 72, whose house is on a bend on the B4333 in Bringwind. Corregion <laughs> said it was fortunate he and his wife were out somewhere in Wales <laughs> the police said a 34 year old man was arrested on suspicion of drink driving after a car crashed into a house on Tuesday Mr Hunter said he wanted to meet with council officials to raise awareness <laughs> about safety on the road no shit <laughs> <laughs> we were out and I got a call from one of my farmer neighbours about the crash and we shot back and found the carnage there he said the driver had ploughed into an earth bank and all the earth, soil and rubble was thrown through the window into the house. Oh, it's completely demolished our fence and defaced the front of our house. If I'd been sitting in my usual chair, I could have been seriously injured. Mr Hunter said a previous accident involved a truck carrying scaffolding poles. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Final Destination shit right there, that is. Do you think that this is like basically it's time's up and the, re the Reaper keeps missing? It's really trying. <laughs> the Reaper's trying his hardest. It's like the fucking roadrunner, this chap. Mm. Fuck, scaffolding didn't even work. Jesus. Be a tank next. A random <laughs> tank will be getting taken along on the back of a truck or something to the nearest base, and it'll all accidentally fall off and roll down the roll, roll down into the car. And it, it, for some reason, it will have been armed. Yeah, <laughs> and that'll explode. And the sudden jolt will uh, somehow make it go off, and it'll 
blow up. <laughs> and then because, you know, it goes just just go well, it's, you know, just go through the house, it would, it would do blow up. It would just go <laughs> no, straight yeah, through it. Just it would go through, yeah. <laughs> it was fully fueled though, the spark cut the fuel tank. There you go. Some lucky in it. Yeah, but I think they need to move. Yeah. They need to move. The council need to do something. It's just a bit, yeah. Hey, put a speed camera up, that'd be good. A couple of chicanes or something to yeah. make sure people have speed to slow bump. down. Speed bumps. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a sign. Maybe a sign. Okay, I'm fine uh, So a bloke nearly shit himself after finding deadly snake lurking in toilet cubicle. Well, at least he was in the toilet. And he shits himself, <laughs> best place to be. I know, but there's no worse time know, than yeah, having a yeah. shit to notice that there's a poisonous snake in the cubicle with you. Because you, you're at your most vulnerable, that's why your dog will literally look at you while it's having a She's like, go oh, on, then look out for me. <laughs> so in Queensland, he found a metre long eastern brown snake lurking in the toilet cubicle. Fuck. The second deadliest snake? Yeah. Fucking hell. So a bloke discovered a deadly snake in a perfect place to shit yourself in the toilet cubicle. At the time he should have felt his safest, the man came face to face with the world's second most deadly snake. Land snake. Land snake. The eastern brown snake found at Alex Surf Club was over a metre long and pictures shared by Sunshine Coast snake catchers showed it curled up relaxing on a sanitary bin. Oh, this is chilled out. <laughs> Have a little nap on the sanitary bin. You don't want to be disturbing it, do you? No, you no. don't. You want to sit down and go, ah, oh, let rip, and then realise at the high level there's a snake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, so Stuart McKenzie, he was like on the team rescue, he said, he was a healthy snake, about three and a half foot long. That's, that's pretty big. A little big. ripper. That's, that's fairly big, isn't it? Mm. It was relocated into natural bushland. So, yeah. Looks kind of cute in that picture. Lucky guy, really, that he noticed it and didn't Just sit down bit. and start shitting. Yeah. And then it go, ooh, what's this? I'm chomp. That's Straight into the bootock. Yeah. I think it would know, you know, unless you started poking it. it I don't know, if you sat right next to it, you started taking a dump. It looks pretty comfy. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't want to sit next to one. No. Because they are known to be quite vicious, which is why they are so afraid of mm. we only have to watch Australian gold hunters the Aussie gold hunter program oh yeah yeah I've noticed anything with any snakes on them oh I've seen it? a few episodes where they've come across an eastern brown snake was it brown um, trousers time <laughs> and yeah yeah mate they are all, they shit themselves they make sure they're well away from it yeah. it's the one snake you don't want to get bit by certainly in the outback well no because that's like Mad Max territory isn't it yeah I suppose if you're in in a built up <laughs> area they're gonna have antidotes within half Anti an hour yeah. of anywhere like that, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, they do. They they probably have them in if, most local chemists and all sorts. If you're close to a town, yeah. Well, I mean, Australia's he was in a fucking huge. He was in a club, wasn't he? So yeah. he was more than likely close by. Well, let's hope so. But they need a bit anyway. So luckily, so yeah. Let's end the show there then on that bombshell. I'm going to say I'm in Ben. Thanks for listening. You can listen to us on uh, SoundCloud and other podcasting platforms at Cunt of the Bull and the PTA. We're on Facebook at Cunt of the Bull and the Post Truth Apocalypse and YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. Thank you for listening. Expect satanic voices on HMS Warrior. <laughs> Should you go there after dark? I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.
I've been clear. Don't be smoking on the marathons. Or do. Dewey's yeah. getting better. <laughs> yeah. I still don't think it's good long term, is it? <laughs> just think of the fact he's got a smoke just to, you know, train for it. <laughs> you think it's part of his training method? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. I've got to get through these 200 fags in an hour. <laughs> uh, and I've been Pete. Look out for snakes when you're in Australia going to the toilet. Or any and spiders too. Yeah, I, I couldn't live my life like that. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't check the toilet every time I go to it. Gotta be a little bit more aware. Oh, I couldn't do it. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a living nightmare for me. That is. I hate spiders. Well, don't move to Australia. Then. I'm not going to. Never. There we go. Number sorted. Bye. Bye. <laughs>